0: everybody? I know. It's been a while since I've gone live. It's Mandy Garavita for the Miami Comedy Podcast. I'm going live once again because I am out of material. So you know what that means. I got to go online and talk some shit. Welcome back. It's good to be back. I know I haven't done an episode since February. It's been a while. Okay, but you know, spring break. I got a whole bunch of new venues coming out. Uh, We'll partner up with uh, places in downtown, in Brickell, you know, To make an announcement here early, do check out Aficionados Comedy Night April 6th, which is our brand-new Thursday night room. And then starting April 12th, Wednesday, we're going to be over at the Kaona Room, which is also attached to the Ezotico restaurant and rum bar, which you guys uh, should definitely try out if you haven't done so yet. One of the biggest gems in Miami. Have you been to that place? Amazing. The service, the food, the drinks. And now that they added the speakeasy, the comedy, am I right? That starts April 12th, 9 o'clock. Go to mammycomedy.com. Subscribe to the YouTube channel, all right? Hit the little bell. Get notified when I go live, because you never know. I could, go, I could be radio silent for like two months, and then bam, out of nowhere. How are you? I'm out of material, and I need to write some stuff. Can you please listen to me and give me some feedback, <laughs> All right, so tonight we're going to be talking about downtown Miami. As you all know, Ultra just passed by, and downtown Miami, whenever people go in or go out of Bayfront Park for big events like Ultra, downtown Miami is flooded. Whether you're riding Ubers, taxis, uh, you're looking for parking spots, you're trying to walk to the location, and lo and behold, downtown Miami is alive for a very short amount of time. Because any time in between... These big events, uh, downtown Miami looks desolate. At least that's what I think. One thing I do like about downtown Miami, it's it's pretty historic. You know, you got the Freedom Tower there. You got, like, businesses that makes you wonder how they stay in business. The development there over time, you know, Flagler was supposed to be a bunch of stuff. Uh, You know, they was supposed to be a one-way road. Then they said they're going to turn it into a place you can walk in. They're going to put parks there. But every time I'm walking around downtown Miami, it looks like Armageddon happened to our city. Like, I just look around, it's like in ruins. It's like, how the hell is this place considered the heart of my, isn't this the heart, the heart? Isn't the downtown area the heart? But, you know, but still, there's something charming about walking those streets. It's like a labyrinth. It's a maze. They got, they got parts of it closed out. No one is working on anything. It's just, you know, rubble. And then you, you look in there, there's probably like a, an, overturn, an overturned like uh, construction, I don't know, like vehicles, like some bulldozer on its back or something like that. And I've never seen construction actually being done in that area. I just walked by and it looks like it, it was going to happen, but then something terrible occurred where it, it, they didn't finish it. And they were like, well, you know, out of respect for those that passed during this construction, let's just not work on that site anymore for months, to <laughs> for months on end. And then when you walk down in downtown Miami, it's just so full of poverty. And, and not only just like poverty on one side, and then like on the other side, when you look across the street in Biscayne, there's like a Ferris wheel. And I think to myself, you know, that's so Miami, by the way, where you could just see people that are living poor, and then you just look across the street, and there's entertainment right, right there in Bayside. <laughs> you know? Uh, DG says, uh, 100%. I like your videos. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Um, yeah, so downtown Miami. Uh, great place. I love it. I like the fact that if you walk down downtown Miami during the daytime, you feel safe, right? Right? And a bunch of stores are open. And they got some really cool restaurants there. You know, some, some good uh, Italian restaurant. I forget the name, Pomodoro or something like that. Mediterranean place as well. They got some good restaurants, but you got to go into the crevices of it. Right? And they never stay up late. Like, they close probably 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock the latest. Most restaurants in Brickell, in Wynwood, the, you know, these places close around 10, 10.30. Sometimes even, like, you know, in the a.m., 1, 2 a.m. But downtown Miami You can hardly find anything closed up late. You know why? Because downtown Miami turns into the Valley of the Shadow of Death. Okay? During the daytime, downtown Miami has some of the best jewelry stores I've ever seen. Like, just jewelry all out in the open. Watches, Cuban links, all that stuff. Some of the finest, right? And then right across the street, you've got, like, all these people that look like they're going to rob you as soon as you buy your brand new chain, man. I don't know what it is, but, like, are they, like, in cahoots? Are jewelry stores and the, the crackheads of downtown, like, are they are they linked? <laughs> like, the Cuban links they sell, are they in business? Like, hey, look, if you ever see me selling over $2,000 of jewelry to somebody, I want you to mug the shit out of them as they walk to their car. It's almost too perfect. You go in there, ding, ding, ding. Yeah, I'm looking to get a, a, an AP Rolex. And you got it, and then the guy just looks out the window and just gives some crackhead a nod like, this is the guy you got to rob. And as you walk out, you're just like, oh, my God, I shouldn't even be wearing this. right?" Now. <laughs> it's probably part of the rush, right? You got a thrill of spending, you know, $10,000 on jewelry. And then as soon as you're walking to your car, your heart is still racing. Like, oh, my God, I feel so alive. I'm walking to my car in the valley of the shadow of death with this magnificent piece of jewelry on me. <laughs> Chris says downtown Miami after 9 p.m. is from the last of Us shit. Yeah absolutely okay and it doesn't matter what kind of crackhead you meet as long as they have crack in their systems they're pr- they're pretty much invincible somebody could mug you with like those little uh dull school scissors you know those ones that have like the points rounded out somebody could pull one of those things out would be like this guy's on crack you could do anything with that <laughs> you can literally Decapitate me or I could lose a limb with that thing while you're on crack. I'm not going to take the risk. Here you go. Here's my brand new Cuban link that I just bought. You take it, sir. Enjoy it. (laughs) It really does add to the rush when you go buy jewelry there, man. Uh, There's also a lot of high rises. You know, the only thing that is disappointing about downtown Miami is the fact that you get like luxury buildings there. But then you also have, like, desolate buildings that don't have anything in there at all. Like, just look up at some of those old historic buildings, and there's little like, the entire floor. The windows are covered in cardboard. And it just makes you wonder. It's like, isn't Miami, like, really full? We can easily use that stuff. But, like, attorneys or something like that, like, have one room out of the entire floor. So imagine you have, like, this luxury office space, or rather, like, an office, like, a room and then when you, like, open the door and you look across, <laughs> it's just, like, all cardboard boxes and shuttered windows and stuff. And, and if you live in those luxury high-rises, I mean, more power to you because, like, downtown Miami has some of the most beautiful, uh, well-built, uh, like, condos, condo buildings. But, you know, it, it comes with a risk. Imagine living, right, in a nice luxury place, and then as soon as you go downstairs, you, you're, like, surrounded by the poverty <laughs> It's like I don't know how you man as rich people out of all the places you could live, why why would you do that to yourself? You know, if you want to gentrify a neighborhood, fine, but there's just so much risk involved. You guys are like, you guys are like the pilgrims landing on Plymouth Crack Rock. You just go downstairs, you're just looking around. It's like, man, my condo was nice, but holy shit, what the hell happened here? Right? And you can easily ruin your life in downtown. You could be living an amazing Miami life. Let's say, for example, you are able to financially live in Miami, right? You've got a nice yacht. You've got a nice penthouse in downtown Miami. You've got a nice car in the parking lot that you pay $99 a month just to have that spot there. Whatever it is you do, let's say you financially made it. And then out of all the days that you've been living in that luxe condo, there's just going to be that one day where you're just like, you know what? I'm feeling really good today. I'm going to try this crack rock that these people have been telling me. <laughs> Yo, Henry, what's up, man? What are you up to? Oh, man, just here smoking this crack. All right, have a great day. And then one day, you're just like, you know what? I've known Henry for a while. Let me let me go join him on a little puff of that ra- uh, crack rock and see what it's all about. Next thing you know, you're selling all your possessions. <laughs> you're selling your yacht to some guy for like $100 because you need to re-up on your rock habit. <laughs> And in just one day, living in a gentrified area of Miami, you, you, you ruin it all. <laughs> the decision is right there. And if you're living a luxe lifestyle, the curiosity, I think, would eventually overcome you. And you, I, I just got to try this crack rock. I don't know. I've tried, gra- I've tried fine wine. I've tried fine dining. I've had some of the best scotches and rums of the world. But I have yet to try this Miami rock that everyone tells me. Mm. <laughs> i like that that's pretty good uh what's going on to everybody over on the chat we're just here talking about downtown miami if you guys have any feedback whatsoever about downtown miami your experiences any things that have happened to you in the past anything that you know any event that you've been to go ahead and share them on the chat i'd love to hear it um because you know downtown miami is uh I don't know. I just think it's just one of those areas that has just been forgotten. The development there is very slim to none. I mean, they kind of pretend they have it, but I think I just feel like they have so much potential in downtown and every time I wa- I walk around it, it's like uh, like how do you stay in business, man? Like how do how does a fabric store How does a fabric store stay in business in downtown? Right? Like they downtown either has uh, luxury restaurants, luxury jewelry, and then, like, right across the street from that is like a bodega, you know. Uh, and then you've got fabric stores. Like, you just walk in, and it's just spools of fabric on all over the wall. And then you, you you just walk in there, you're like, How are you guys in business? And, you know, at first they'd be like, Que? <laughs> and then. It's like, you just sell fabric? So somebody just walks in and says, you know, give me a 10 by 10 foot piece of this fabric here. They're like, all right, that'll be $20. How the fuck does that stay in business in downtown Miami for so long? (laughs) And then the little bodegas are selling you like little coffees and, and pastelitos at like 50 cents to a dollar. It's almost, do these guys get free rent? Like, Look, you guys have been here long enough. Go ahead. The building's yours. Just, <laughs> just stay in it. Can you can you squat a, a a business space? Is that what's happening in downtown? Are they squatters? Because the prices, the products, and the market just doesn't match. How is this bootleg 7-Eleven still in business? <laughs> All we do is sell Backwoods and Slurpees here, and we're out here thriving in downtown. <laughs> It's a mystery. Hey, you know what? That's a great, that's a great angle right there. Jesus. Manbirth, what happened to you? What happened to your dating life? It's a front for drugs, bro. I'm not even gonna touch that subject because I never want to get in too deep or accuse anyone of anything. Right? Because then next thing you know, this is my final podcast episode. <laughs> I'll make fun of it. But I won't do any accusations. Uh, if you don't know them, they never have what you want. You know what's another thing they have in downtown Miami that's very popular? Um, watch stores and perfume stores and purse stores. And they swear up and down that they're legit. You know, you go in there, you got a Louis Vuitton bag for like $80. Like, is this a real bag? Like, yeah, yeah, it's a real bag. What are you trying to say? You're trying to say I'm, I'm selling bootleg? You're trying to say downtown Miami is like Chinatown? Yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. (laughs) You go to these perfume cologne stores, they got like boxes all the way up to the ceiling, like stacked up like Legos. Just different brands, Chanel, Burberry, you know, Gucci, Louis Vuitton, you name it. It's all there, right? You just walk in and be like, yeah, I'm looking for a Chanel 5. Oh yeah, and they just pull out like a, a roller ladder, and they just start climbing all the way to the top. And it's like a librarian. They just grab one of the boxes. <laughs> Here you go, my friend. Chanel number five. Is this a legit bottle? Yes, yeah, legit. How long has it been up there? The, the the more concentrated, sir. Okay, that's been up there for years. It's only gonna make you smell better. And they try selling you. You know what I mean? <laughs> they're fast talkers, man. <laughs> Miami, downtown Miami really is Chinatown. Let's see. What's up, Nikita? Uh, From Autumn to End says, bro, you want to experience the uh, real Miami, bro? Go to Wynwood Fine Dining in the next street after you get your your fix for a crack rock. That's exactly what I'm saying. That's exactly what I'm saying. That that is the, the charm, the double life. Uh, you know what that's actually another bit right there. The double life of Miami is like you got crack over here and you got fine dining over there. You just look out the window. You're here eating $50 tuna and that guy's over there living a way better life than you for $10 smoking that rock, you know? You're here trying to make some something happen like, "Oh, maybe if I eat some fine oysters and seafood, maybe I can, you know, take my mind off work and all the stress from it." And then you just look out the window some guy's like Woo! life is good (laughs) i'm not gonna lie man there's parts of me that actually wants to try there's so many hard drugs that my curiosity is just like you know what i just want to know what it's like what's it like oh man yeah downtown is in ruins bro we, we got to do something about downtown, man. We, we, we are full in all the other areas of Miami. But downtown is just wide open. Wide open. It's just mysterious. Like if there was like some sort of excavation going on in downtown, you would find something. There's got to be, man. There's got to be. Like there's buildings that have falcons that look like it came from like the Mesopotamia. <laughs> like just these old buildings that are just desolate and waiting for people to move into. It's crazy. What are, what are we waiting for? Let's go into, into downtown. Let's make a living there, man. Let's make a living. Let's turn that into Airbnbs and hotels and, and apartments and, you know, a comedy club. Right, first of all, shout out uh, to From Autumn to End for buying a badge. Thank you, bro. I completely forgot Instagram had that. You know what I mean? Thank you. Now I can use those funds to buy some rocks. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> All right, guys, guys. As a matter of fact, that's a great segue. Let's go ahead and get into uh, some promos going on for Miami Comedy. If you guys uh, want to participate and if you guys want to help out the Miami Comedy Project, in case you guys don't know, uh, I've been bringing comedy to the city for many years now. It's getting bigger and bigger and uh, if you guys want to be a part of it, be part of the history and watch the shows we've been cultivating over the years, uh, our current lineup is the best it's ever been. I think we're at eight shows a week now. Uh, we just added two, mo- two new shows starting in April. So April 6th, we're at a- Aficionados in Brickell. That's at 9 o'clock. Nice space. Think Frank Sinatra slash lounge slash cocktail slash c- uh, cigars. Very nice place. Uh, great place, ladies, if you're looking for a sugar daddy. I'm just saying. Not accusing anyone of anything, but if you want, you know, that might be a good spot while you're watching a comedy show. Uh, and then the second space we're going to be doing a show in is over at Kaona room starting, starting April 12th at nine o'clock. That's a rum Tiki bar speakeasy. It's got a nice stage, great seating. If you guys want to go there, I highly recommend it. Especially if you're looking into, um, sipping some of the finest rums while you're watching a comedy show. I recently got into rums myself. Absolutely delicious. Uh, you know, the selection there is just incredible. And, of course, our regular lineup is tonight, Red Bar, Monday, uh, then Thank You, Miami, and then Tuesday we're at Dom's and Brickle. Wednesday we are still at the SLS, probably the hottest comedy show in our lineup, very high end, and some of the baddest uh, women go there. Oh, my God, every time I walk into the SLS, I surprise myself. I was like, oh, my God, look at these beautiful creatures. Oh, you're here for comedy? Oh, let me put a ring on it uh then friday we're back at thank you miami saturday we're still working on it and then sunday tipsy flamingo last night sunday with all the ultra people that came by great show nice intimate space great cocktails as well uh case uh from autumn to end says i want an airbnb that offers rock inside the airbnb no you need an airbnb that gives you the entire miami experience you go in there and you've got and you can't make you gotta be legal, right? So you, you can't make it obvious. So here's what you do if I were to have an Airbnb in downtown Miami, right? What I would do is I would leave a note, a sticky note in the fridge. And then when people look at the sticky note, it would be like a symbol and then a phone number right next to it. Okay, so then people that are savvy would know what that symbol means. So if you or maybe like a keyword or something. So if you want like an escort. Or if you want some drugs or you know all that stuff, you, you got it all there, and you know you also got the little parties too It'd be like, if you want to go to a yacht party, contact this guy. that's what I would do. If I ran an Airbnb, I would get I would get in contact with other Miami business people and then offer them their services. This is my yacht guy. this is my favorite escort. <laughs> She likes long walks down Brickle Avenue. <laughs> she likes going to the Miami Design District. Oh, and if you spend more than $300 in clothes, you can get a discount. <laughs> and this is my favorite drug dealer. There you go. k says, just destroy the whole thing and make a big central park, helping Brickle condo views also. I don't know, man. They've been trying to work in downtown. Mi- you know how many promises downtown Miami has been telling people for so long. Downtown Miami is all about, oh, we're going to build parks and we're going to make these streets walkable and there's going to be less traffic and we're going to siphon the cars that way. You go over there, it's, it's like chaos, especially if there's like a big heat game or if there is something going on in the, um, in the, uh, what's the one, the uh, James L. Knight Center, right, if like some big star goes in there. Hey, cars just all over the place. Sometimes traffic gets so bad, they got to hire people to start directing traffic. And sometimes they're not even police officers. You've got regular people just being good Samaritans and just walking out of their car be like, this downtown place just ain't working. What do you mean this is a a one-way? All right, everybody, come on this way. I know it says one way, but fuck that. My cousin's down the street telling people not to go this way. Just go down this way so everybody can get on the I-95 a lot faster. (laughs) You got to take like a whole... Like, you got to go around, like, three blocks to when you can easily just make a left and get on the I-95. No, downtown wants you to go up two blocks, one block that way, and then you come down and make a turn to I-95. It's like, I-95 is right there. No, 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 no. One way only. <laughs> the amount of traffic that could be prevented in downtown Miami if they just put a little effort. No, it's, uh, let's make it in ruins. Let's make it a mess. That's another one. When you see your exit, your entry point right there for the expressways, but it says "do not enter." Or if there's construction, that's the worst feeling ever. That's the worst, you know. Or for the people that work late at night in the city of Miami and then they go home, and then when they're on the expressway for some reason, the cops just close out your your exit on the expressway. Like why? Why? The cops aren't even in their cars. Like they have like two cop cars blocking the entry and then like you, you, you're stuck in traffic and then you just drive by and you look in the cars. There's no one in there because they don't want you to ask any questions. Like why, why is this exit closed off? This is, this is where I live. They don't want to answer that question. So now you got to go down two more exits <laughs> and you got to do one big U-turn, right? I, I live in, I live in Doral, but then I got to drive to like 103rd and Flagler. Get back on the expressway. And lo and behold, my exit going southbound is also blocked. (laughs) The mysteries of Miami, man. What's up, Tim? Uh, ISAB, what's going on? Uh, Cloud the contractor. CJ Oliveras. Rosie Navarro. All right, everybody. Thank you very much for tuning into the Miami Comedy Podcast. We do this uh, anytime at this point. So do click on the little notification, right? The little bells, either on Instagram or on YouTube. And whenever I go live, you'll know. Rather than it going through a schedule, you just get a little notification when I go live. Sound good? Once again, MiamiComedy.com slash events. Check out our events calendar. Also, we've got the brand new Miami Comedy t shirts. Uh, for sale. So, if you guys want to grab those, go to miamicomedy.com/shop. Thank you all very much for tuning me, uh, uh, tuning in with me on today's episode, and I hope I get to do this a lot more often with you all. All right, have a good night, y'all. Bye.